keep it sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I'm Katie K9. Go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my show page, and you can get all the podcasts since 2018. <laughs> but anyway, and um, let's see. Okay, uh, let's see. Coca-Cola. There's a myth that Coca-Cola invented the modern Santa Claus. Which year was it? 1910, 1920, 1930, or 1940? 1920. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, the modern Santa Claus. And he, with the red, white, you know, white, red and white suit. Okay, but there are numerous examples of Santa Claus as we know him with the red and white suit before Coca-Cola started them as an advertising campaign. That being said, their advertising def- definitely helped to cement the image of the modern Santa Claus in the minds of consumers. Okay? But did you know that Santa Claus is a blend of three figures? Well, actually two figures. Well, St. Nicholas, okay, and Father Christmas. Mm-hmm. But there also was Odin, O-D-I-N. And so it's kind of between all of the... the- Norse. Like God of the, the King of the Pantheon of the Norse right. gods. Yeah, and the Odin is the one that basically had the big beard and such like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so that's where the, the the Christmas Santa mainly was a mix of these figures. So Santa's actually a thunder god. So could be, <laughs> could be. We don't know. So anyway, there is. I was trying to think when we were in break. There's a movie that I watch every year, and it really explains how uh, how Santa comes about through how he got his boots, how he got his jacket. Uh, you know, just his, you know, this the whole thing. And I can't think of it. I'm trying to picture, I can picture the, the front of the DVD, but I can't picture well, we the name about of it. we talked about, like, what Santa Claus is coming to town, and that no. one is similar. What's the one that was on Netflix that was fantastic, that has a similar background story about uh, Santa? But it's it's a really old movie. Really Klaus. Old Klaus. Movies. And I can't see, is it Santa? No, I'll, I'll have to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Note to sell because it really is cool. Every kid should see it because it really is. Is through how this old guy started out delivering toys, and then how you know how the reindeer happened. How this and it's you know it's not a uh, it's not a cartoony. It's a real thing, and it's it's just really really interesting how it all how it evolves. And like I say, for the life of me, I can picture that. I can't picture that the lettering on it and what I've got so many movies. So it's like. <laughs> Okay, let's go to the let's go to the. <laughs> well, next up we have Lori, who has a new rescue, who's been um, well bothering bothering the old head of house, uh, the older dog who's been there. Ah, there we go. Hi there, how you doing? I'm good, Katie. How are you? Good, good. So you got a new pupper. How old? Well, this is my daughter and son-in-law's dogs. Um, they have a Basset Labrador. Uh, Australian Shepherd, which is nine years old. I okay. got him eight years ago. Okay. And about four months ago, they got a lab boxer. Jeez, oh, okay. Who's only one. Okay, yeah. They don't seem to get along. Okay. We're trying to figure out how to do that. Okay, male, female, two females, two males. What are they? Both males. Both what? Males. Females? Both males. Oh, males. And they're both fixed? Correct. Okay, and so what's going on? They seem to growl, and the boxer kind of lunges at the uh, <clears throat> Bassett Border Collie. Okay. And they both growl, and then it's like they can't be in the same room together. Ah. Okay. So, um, did they get did they get along at any time, and it's just going south now, or at the beginning did they get along, or has this been an undertow since they got them? They introduced 
the lab boxer, the one-year-old, yep. briefly to the older one. And the older one kind of growled and kind of made his presence known. And then they separated them and have kind of been separated since. Okay. One in, and one in a bedroom. And oh, my. Well, that's a happy household, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> so did they introduce him? Did they bring the boxer into the house? Uh, in the boxer lab into the house on the territory of the other dog, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was your first mistake. Because automatically that dog is on, It's this new dog is coming into his territory. Okay, how dare you come into my territory? They anytime you introduce a new dog to a new dog, whether it's yeah, it's all in that unfamiliar territory. You know, so that they're not neither one is sticking up for their thing, and they get to know each other. Okay, have they mm. taken have they taken these guys for a walk together at all? That I'm not sure. Because what I'm it sounds sure. like is that you have we have to start over again and try to reintroduce this situation, so hopefully they'll get along, okay? Because now you got okay. the bubbliness and perkiness of the pup, all right. Whereas, oh boy, let's play, let's play. Okay, you've got the stately of the nine-year-old, like knock it off and get out of my face, all right. And so they mm-hmm. chose to get a younger dog, and they have a older dog, so they have to be the referee. It's not the dog's job to put the the older one to put the younger one in his place because he doesn't want to put up with the shenanigans of the jumpy jumpy you know pull my tail my ear my you know just bounciness of them and so the mm-hmm. thing is is what they need to do is reacclimate. whereas they start going for walks together in their polite walks not where the dogs are scanning where the dog are walking politely on a loose lead next to like she one one person has the one dog and the other person has the other dog and they're walking vertically and you start out kind of farther apart and slowly walk you know wind up walking next to each other okay mm-hmm. and the dogs are not to look at each other that you know not to look at each other they if they turn to look oh, hey 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 oh we're over here we're over here come on let's go pay attention let's go okay and so um so they've got some work to do as far as having the dog Dog, the new dog especially uh look to them for direction and and, and um you know building a relationship so that they both dogs see the the humans in the family as mm-hmm. a leader okay so now whatever their leader allows we allow too all right and so that's okay. why the worst you can do like when you hear uh let's say the young dog growl at the or either or is it come down like bad dog shame on you because then that teaches the dog not to growl because a growl tells you that, okay, we got a problem. All right. But if they're always getting yelled at for the growl, then they nix the growl and just go straight for the fight. All right. And so that's why they've got to learn to, to calm the situation. To, hey, 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 you be nice. Ah, be nice. You can do this. Be nice. Very nice. And so the whole thing is calm the situation down, not stir the pot. All right. Be able to sit in the same room, both dogs on leashes with a human. Okay. Where they can, you know, sit and kind of look at each other. Hey, we're hanging out. Ain't this fun? All right. Where the younger one isn't always in the older dog's face. All right. And so that's the whole thing. So, but now what you got to remember is that it's just like in the human world. Not all dogs get along. The personality clashes and they never will be friends. And it's always going to be a pot stir. All right. And so all mm-hmm. you could do is to try to do things, put some training into these dogs and so that they will tolerate each other. All right. I would never leave them alone together at this point. Okay. But but the thing is, is they just got to restart now instead of just bringing that pup home and say, hey, look what we got. Deal with it. No. Now we got to try to do is to, to help them become friends. OK, that's what we have to start doing. 
So anyway, and it's it's a process. It's not just okay. We're going to try this for a week, and it didn't you know it didn't work. No, this is mm-hmm. a process. You know, it could take a couple months. It could take you. Know, we don't know how long. But the whole thing is, is if the humans are calm and steady, and not just on the verge of okay, you ready to dive in in case there's a problem. You know, I mean, the tension is felt in the room, and the dogs pick up on that, and then that mm-hmm. stirs the pot even worse. So by, like I say, having them go for a polite walk, do some... Now, are there older dogs? Have they ever done any obedience training with that one? No. Okay. But she, I mean, we've had other dogs, and they've kind of learned from that, so they've trained the okay. the older dogs through that. Okay, that's cool. So they can go for a walk politely where the dog isn't scanning, but walking politely with that dog? Uh, the older dog is a short little... He pulls. He's right. a puller. Okay. We, but see, it's so that thing, it doesn't have manners. And see, that's what Correct. they got to work on is they got to, if the, if the, there is no manners, no rules in the pack, the pack's going to run amok when you get two flamboyant personalities. You know, the older dog is saying, screw you. And the younger dog is saying, let's play. You know, mm-hmm. and so, so we've mm-hmm. got to, we've got to shake everything off. We've got to do some obedience training. We've got to organize everybody so that everybody can get along. That's what we're after here. You know, so you okay. can always give them a gift certificate to Katie's Canine Obedience School for Christmas and we can work <laughs> on that manners. <laughs> okay. okay. But that's that the thing. Yeah. Because that's what we need to do though is it's not a question of just getting the personalities to blend. It sounds like the leadership isn't there. And so the dogs are unsure. So they're trying to do it themselves and they're not doing a good job <laughs> okay okay you're great katie thank oh, you so much well thank it. you i appreciate it you have a good evening thank you or good thank afternoon you. i'm so used sometimes i go back to my four to six days <laughs> <Late> evening <laughs> yeah i know i go back to me and then outside it looks like it's gonna snow anytime and they said no snow but it looks like it's gonna snow i know it's just it's i don't think there's any snow on the forecast no, but i it, but it, it looks feels like just it. overcast and like something's gonna break yes you know? yes yes it does yeah you know for a christmas presents folks um some ideas is like gift certificates you know for your dogs in your life uh gift certificates to find out where they get the dogs groomed get a gift certificate for it uh obviously what i just mentioned how about a training uh, gift certificate uh to katie's canine obedience school you know whether it's a private lesson or what or a class situation or you can put down as much money i can give you a, uh, send me a check and then i'll send you a certificate for that amount you know for our uh, uh and they can port it towards any uh, private class or a class class or whatever type thing and then electro uh, a, poke, a pet store and you know please please do the local pet stores not the big box ones you know like pet supply plus atlas pet supply canine crossing pet evolution you know try to do the local shops okay because they need they need us and they all carry the Nutrisource products, and so that's what's really cool. All right, okay, let's we'll go uh, go to break. Bye. I'll be back. Hey, thanks for staying. What did you post on my show page today, Ellie? Today we have uh, our live cam as a tiger. He was very cute and really active today. Ah, and also I put up my personal favorite animals, red pandas. I Ooh. just have a video of them acting really adorable oh cute they are living teddy bears also there's a funny instagram reel i found of a cat playing a game with its owners where they'd essentially slide it across the wood floor and this cat would come running back and jump like five feet in the air to be caught by his humans who'd slide him back across the floor it was the cutest thing oh is that ever cute Mm -hmm. cool 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 on my uh katie canine facebook page i posted uh 
uh, short quipping videos of uh, cats and Christmas trees. <laughs> and it was pretty, I mean, it really is amazing. And that's why you've got to anchor the Christmas tree, number one, you know, to the wall or to the frame of a window or something. And then even if you have a small one, anchor it, okay, to, to the wall. Like you can use fishing line, get heavy, heavy tests, fishing line, you know, and, and put it to a hook and stuff. But it's so important on that. So I saw a couple people online who had like smaller Christmas trees and they put them on the ceiling. They were yes. hanging upside down. <laughs> oh, on that reel, like I, I, I said that I posted yeah. on my KDK9 Facebook page, the, w- there was one that's upside down. The cat leapt from the floor <laughs> and wound up in the center of that tree. It was just like, holy moly. That's what I mean. Cats really, they make good footage. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> it's unreal. Uh, you know, all, you know, because we've gotten now, we've got another warm week coming up. You know, it's, it's free thaw, freeze thaw, free, freeze thaw. The ice fisher people are not happy right now. But the thing is, you people, when you take your dogs out and if along your outings, is there, there's a pond or a river or a lake or whatever type thing, please don't let your dogs run free. Please keep them on a long line, like a 20-foot long line. Uh, and the reason is because now if they go through the ice, now you've got to go to try to go save them. And then now you're in jeopardy. Now you're two dogs. You're in jeopardy. The dog's in jeopardy. Now we got to call 911 to get some guys out there, gal, guys and gals, the emergency crew, you know, out there to save both your butts. So please don't put anybody into jeopardy. Something as simple as a 20-foot long line can keep you safe. And remember, not a retractable leash, just a long line. And then certain areas you can let the long line out so it doesn't get wrapped around trees and in certain areas the dog is walking with you but keep them out of that because of this thaw freeze thaw freeze you know thing cycle that we're going into and uh you know every and everybody we haven't heard too many on the too much on the news with bar people going through but that the usually the the biggest ha- thing that happens is an animal goes through and then the owner has to try to go and then now we got so it, it turns into just a, 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 a just not nice so please when you're out if there's a pond or lake or river whatever that's by you on your route that you go please keep your dogs on the lines and then like i say you get to a certain area then you can let the line out but uh the whole thing is keep yourself the dog and everybody around you safe okay Okay, who's up? Next up, we have Kathy, who's got a little dog who uh, barks as a greeting, and it's not always the best. <laughs> Hi there. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Hi. Now, what I kind- have to tell you, I worked with you uh, many years ago at the Scandia Ranch. Oh, did you? Remember, you were, the bar- you were the bartender, and I was the waitress there, Kathy McDonald. Oh, Kathy McDonald. Believe it or not, I remember. They can't remember what I did yesterday, but... <laughs> But I remember you from there. You were dang cute. Everybody liked you. <laughs> well, you were a great bartender. Too. Well, th- I mean, thank you're you. Great with dogs, probably a better choice, I'm sure, than a bartending job. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I loved, I loved my bartending days. I really did. I had just a ride. I have no, no quims or qualms. I wouldn't want to be a bartender now with all those stupid drinks out there. Little this flavored vodka and that flavored vodka. And no, right. I want. I just want the bar rail, and we're we're fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so now you still living in Scandia? No, I actually live in Fridley now. Oh, do you? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and how many kids you got? Uh, just one daughter one da- and two beautiful granddaughters. Oh, wow, your grandma, too. Whoa. Yeah, I'm like uh, so lucky. Yes, you are. Yes, yes, you are. So what kind of pupper do you got, Kath? He's an Athen pincher. Oh, yeah, you don't see him too often. Okay. 
No, nobody, nobody even knows what they are. Oh, like, I, when I walk in, everybody's like, what kind of dog is that? Yeah, <laughs> I know it, I know it. My girlfriend, Mary Wanda, she's into Afton Pinchers. So now how, how many pounds? Uh, he's 15 pounds. Okay. And, um, how old? Two. Okay. Have you had him since yeah. a pup? Yes, I got him when he was just a pup. Okay. And so, okay. So what made you choose that breed? That's, I'm interested to know. Well, I, I loved, I, Far before I ever got a dog, I loved watching dog shows. I love them more now. Uh-huh. And every time the Athens Pinterest around there, I'm like, oh my gosh, they are the cutest little thing. I want to get one so oh, bad. And uh, yeah. So I waited till I retired, and I got him almost immediately when I retired. It's the best thing I ever did for myself. Oh, but what color is he? He's that uh, black and gray. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. I think they call it a taurine. Yeah, I'm not every breeds they have different names for different colors yeah. and it's like, yeah, but I'm not yeah, it is what it is. So yeah, where, where, black and gray. Yeah, where did you find them? Because they're very hard to come by. They are very hard to come by. He came from Texas. Oh, okay. Okay. And he left Texas and it was seventy six degrees in Texas <laughs> and he came to Minnesota in February and it was fifty below wind over oh, day he got here. <laughs> Look what you did to that poor pupper. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm glad you decided to stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That really is. Because my girlfriend, Mary Wonder, she's, she used to live in Texas, and that's where she got hers. She was from down there, too. So I wonder if it's the same breeder. That's interesting. What breeder? Do you remember what the breeder's name is? Uh, Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory? I remember asking her about that. Okay. Yeah. Sounds and it good. was actually a fluke that I even got him because he was already spoken for. I had looked and looked and looked and couldn't find one. Okay. And I came across him one morning when I was, that was my morning routine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's one available. And a lady that was supposed to get him had to back out at the last minute. And he had gone on that site that morning. Oh, wow. And I got him. Wow. <laughs> it was meant to be. See, it was just meant That's to be. I think. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, things happen for a reason. And so yes. that's that's pretty cool. What's his name? Cooper. Cooper? Cool. Yep. Cool. Okay, so now what's Mr. Cooper doing? So Mr. Cooper, when he meets new people, or any people, I shouldn't even say new people, he wants to run up, and he's barking the whole time, and he's very excited, but mm-hmm. when people don't know him, right? it's it's a little off-putting to have him come charging at them, barking. Yep. And it's it an excitement bark, but... You know, they don't know that. Right. Oh, no, exactly. What has happened is I I work with him and I, you know, say, no, stay with me, stay with me if there's people outside. But he knows I live in a townhome, so neighbors are close. And he knows most of my immediate neighbors. And Mm -hmm. even though I'm telling him, stay with me, stay with me, the neighbors are like, oh, Cooper. And they're excited to see him. So it just is a vicious circle that I can't get ahead of. And I've talked to the neighbors. Uh-huh. And said, you know, I'm I'm working with him really hard to make sure that he doesn't run up on you. So, mm-hmm. if you cannot call him, well, he doesn't understand that. He sees them, he knows them, he goes running. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Okay, now when you go for a walk with Coop, do you uh, allow him to scan, or does he walk politely at your side? Uh, a little both. He at first when we go out, he's of course anxious and mm-hmm. wants to scan and. Okay. Um, on the way home, he's very good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's right on my side. Okay. Okay. He needs to get his wiggles out first. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, because when you go, because the biggest thing you've got to set rules and be able to follow through. And if other people are going to kind of sabotage you, the main thing that you want to do is is that okay? Like when he alerts, like oh, there's somebody over there. 
Okay. What you need mm-hmm. to do is stop. Okay. Now let's say you got you got coupon on your left side. Okay. Okay. And you, uh, you take the handle of the leash. Now, do you use a, like a six foot leash, or what kind of leash do you take go for a walk with? Yeah, it's like a six foot. Okay. So then take the handle of your leash and put it into your right hand and hold that, hold on to that. Okay. Okay. Now your left hand is on the leash also. So now he he's alerted, you know, his head went up, his tail went up. Okay. Type thing. He's like, Oh, so what you're going to do is now hold on to your right, the right hand, the handle, hold on to that, drop your left hand and quickly put your left foot on the leash about 12 inches from the hook. And then put your right foot on. So it's going to be left foot first, right foot second, okay? And now just, okay, we're going to have to, so hold on. We'll continue this after the break. So don't don't hang okay. up, okay? Okay. Okay, how were the writers of the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the writer of the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer related? We'll be back. Fall on your knees, oh no. There goes your hamstring, your quads won't engage, and your back feels twice its age. Your arms are like string beans, you break a sweat, putting on jeans. Are your muscles trying to tell you something? Join the Y. If you join in December, you'll get February free. Oh, your pecs. Yeah, no, we we got it. Join at YMCANorth.org. Okay. Okay. How were the writers of the story, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and the writer of the song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, say that three times real fast, related? How were they related? Was the songwriter's daughter? Ah, nope. They were brother-in-laws. Oh. John D. Marks, the writer of the song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, was famous for writing other Christmas songs. He also wrote Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, (laughs) A Holly Jolly Christmas, Silver and Gold, as well as others. Surprisingly, he also happened to be Jewish. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Isn't that something? Silver and Gold is one of my favorites. I love that animated Rudolph movie. Yeah, yeah, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with uh, Burl Ives. Yeah. You know, sings that. He's the one that just kicks. You know, like a Holly Jolly Christmas. Uh, These are all songs from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. And Silver and Gold. Yeah. But I love Burl Ives. All the songs. All the Christmas songs he sings. I, I don't. There's. Yeah. You know, they're not like. Kick your shoes off and let's go, like uh, rocking around the Christmas tree. Uh, I don't think he sings that. But anyway, I love Burl Ives. It's fantastic. Timeless movie. I'll have to be able to watch Rudolph tonight, I think. Yeah, do it. We're talking about it too much. I know it. I know it. Good old Rudolph. Did, did you know in the night story the night before Christmas, who's missing? The Who's missing from the, the night before Christmas? Yeah, the reindeer. Who's missing? The night before Christmas went all through the house. I don't on know. Dasher, on Dat. On Dasher, on Dasher, on Comet of Cupid. Rudolph is mi- missing from oh, the. Oh, duh. Yeah, is missing from the, the night before Christmas. There is no Rudolph. Oh, Isn't funny. that something? Yeah. Okay, look at that. You learn all kinds of things on the K9 K- <laughs> show. <laughs> okay, let's go back to Kathy. Hey, Kathy, you still with us? Yes, I am. All right. Okay, because what you got to do is that when the dogs get all amped up to see other people, other dogs, stuff like that, that when you you reward them by letting them get to them, okay, that they they it's okay. 
You know what I mean? Because they, they got what they wanted, basically, you know, by the people acknowledging sense. them and whatever. So what you want to do is that, you know, you hold the leash in your right hand, and then the dog is hooked on the leash, on a six-foot leash, and then you drop the left hand, and then quickly step out. I mean, you got a blink of an eye, you know what I mean, to quick step, left, right. Okay, now you just bring your hands into you and just stand still. Okay, now he's going to lurch forward and correct himself. And usually by the time, the third time they lurch forward, they sit, and then all of a sudden they're laying. All right. They're learning to calm themselves down without you restraining and holding them back. It is a self-correcting. All right. And so then what's going to happen is that at first you're going to try to have these people work with you here that please don't approach him yet because we're, I, that when he's calm, you know, when he calms down quicker each time, then the person can come up and say hi, but stay standing on the leash so he can't jump out at that person. Right. So he learns to be sit and be patient and wait. So what he wants is their attention comes to him. And by being patient and calm is going to get him what he wants, which is, hi, how you doing? Right. Now, does he uh, start screaming and barking? Um, yes, he's, he's very barky. As soon as he sees somebody that he knows or doesn't know, actually, it doesn't okay. matter whether he knows okay. him or not. He no. wants to be everybody's friend. So, okay. yes, he's very barky. Okay, but now did, does he do that in the house also, you know, from the ho- no. inside the house to outside? Um, if somebody comes in the house, yes. Okay, okay. Because what you want to do is... As you... a general rule, he's, he's not a barky dog in the house. No. Okay, okay. Because what you want to teach him is the word quiet. Quiet means zip the lips. All right. And so okay. it's gonna, uh, instead of what you were saying earlier, you know what I mean? Stay by me. Stay by me. No, just uh, 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 quiet. Just be calm. Okay. We got this. Okay. We got this. You want to be, be calm and very steady. The minute your voice starts escalating, then that escalates him. Okay. So by you standing on the leash with your hands to your body and just kind of just settle. Just settle. Just being calm. But then you're going to have a quiet word, like in the house. Let's say he goes to bark. Let's say you come outside and he starts barking. Okay, have a spray bottle, you know, a, a water bottle uh, filled with water, set on stream. Okay, and then you're going to go, ah, growl, blast as he's barking and say quiet. Ah, blast, quiet. And as soon as he quiets, don't pet him. Just call me and say thank you or very nice. Don't say good boy. That gets him all nutsy in the headsy. We've got to keep his brain calm so he can concentrate on the words we're trying to teach him. Okay? okay. Every time you say good boy, that puts him in recess. We're playing. Let's rock and roll. Okay? <laughs> That's exactly what I do is a good boy. Yeah. I see, yeah. Then they, so what you're doing is you're perpetuating him being crazy. All right? So okay. what you've got to do is be what you want him to be. Hey, just settle. We've got this. we got this. All right. And so that's people don't, and I, and more people even in class. Why aren't I saying good boy anymore? Cause that's, it's just built uh, into everybody's head, but mine. Whereas watch your dog's demeanor when you use the word good boy. It, it just sends them off until like, wow, let's go. But when you, <laughs> but when you start using, oh, very nice. Thank you. You'll see the demeanor change where he'll look to you like, okay, got this got this because you're not you know you're not setting them into recess mode because the higher your voice is the happier you are the lower and slower your voice is the more ticked 
you are, <laughs> okay? okay? And that's why a lot of guys, uh, got, most of dogs work best for guys. And the reason is their voice is naturally lower and slower. And guys are more n- naturally knocking off. Women have a tendency, if you do that again, I'm going to put you in the kennel. And the dog is like, yeah, let's go. Okay. So by being calmer and steadier, he's going to take his cues from you. All right. And by you standing on the leash, remember, we're not pinning him to the ground. What we're giving him is about 12 inches. You said what? He was about 15 pounds? Yeah. Okay. And so you're giving him, because usually where your hand is on the leash as far as that when he's walking on a loose lead is where I put a knot in there so you know where it is. And that's what you could do is put a knot in your leash so you know right away where to step. Okay? Oh, and so okay. then that way there, you you know, you, you get it right every time. And you and you can practice it without him on it. Just hold the leash in your hand, drop your left hand, and go left, right, real fast. Okay? And pretty soon you get so good at the beat of it, you don't even have to look down. You know, you're right spot on. It just, it just becomes natural to you. And so that's what you're just going to do. When he lurches, don't wait who he, he he alerted and so now a lot of people wait to see well what are you going to do this time no the minute he alerts pop the thought bubble step on that leash so when he by the time he's ready to lurch and be you know or whatever you know in excitement you've got control of the situation all right okay. and so then eventually what's going to happen is that if you're very diligent about this when he sees other people when he alerts you can just call me say uh-uh just settle okay and then he'll be more composed and this is after a couple months of doing you know stepping on the leash so that it becomes a habit you know you can't just do it for a week or two and say well this isn't working because look at how long he's been doing it and now we got to try to get him to rein himself in Right. Okay. okay. That makes sense. But so that's what you got to do is just become very calm and just very steady. And so that, and then like I say, have a quiet word. Ah, ah, ah. Quiet. Ah, ah. Susie's quiet. Oh, thank you. Very nice. That was very nice. Right. So then by being what you want the dog to be, be relaxed, be calm. Because normally now when he sees that person or that dog, he lurches and then you right away, you retra- you, you pull him back in and keep him on a, lo- a tight collar. And then that, or a tight harness, whatever you're using, you know what I mean? So that, tell, now you're withholding him back, and now he wants to jump and lurch even more ahead. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And so that's why this way here, by stepping on the leash, he's going to lurch, but then he's going to get corrected. And then he's going to lurch again and get corrected. And it's like, well, what the heck? But see, as he lurches and then pop back towards you, then that's, it's, it's loose. And he's like, well, this right. is kind of good. I like this. <laughs> it's not that constant pressure that humans have a tendency to put on, which makes the dog become more reactive, you know, and then wanting to pull away from even more. Because well, it's that's a, exactly what I do is become reactive. So it makes sense that he does it because I'm like, Cooper, Cooper, you're yes. yelling at him. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and so that's why bring your spray bottle. Fill it with water, you know, set it on stream, have it hanging off your, you know, it's nice right now, so you don't have to worry about, you know, him having icicles on his face. But anyway, and just, ah, blast, quiet. And Susie quiets, thank you. You don't have to pet him, just verbally, thank you. Because when you say thank you and you pet at the same time, it splits his brain. Well, you're touching me. Why are you touching me? And then what are we talking about? <laughs> so if you just let, if you just stay calm, thank you. Pretty soon you're going to see the dog look at you like, hey, you're welcome. All right. And so that's why, like I say, be what you want the dog to be. Start being calm and steady and then stand on the leash. So then now you can just bring your hands to yourself and have your hand, your spray bottle handy so that if he starts to bark, give him the ah, ah quiet. If he doesn't, quiet. 
As soon as she quiets, oh, thank you. That was very nice. You're, we got this. We got this. All right. Okay. Did that makes sense. Can I ask one more question? Oh, you bet. Feed? Okay. Um, feed source. Good. And thank you. He, he is a picky little eater, and um, he used to have some stomach issues where he would get diarrhea pretty frequently, and I had heard that after the 24 hours of nothing, that rice and chicken is okay mm-hmm. to start that with. Now, of course, he likes the chicken a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And I started putting uh, cooked chicken broth into his Nutrisource food. Is that a bad thing to do to supplement his food? With, um, I mean, and I buy a good quality chicken broth at a butcher shop. Oh, wow, look at you. Such a mom. Such a mom. Okay, let's talk about that when we get back. i got to run the break again, okay? So hold on. Don't hang up. Okay. Okay, what popular holiday song was written during the Cuban Missile Crisis and was a plea for peace? Thank you for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. What popular holiday song was written during the Cuban Missile Crisis and was a plea for peace? Something with a choir of children. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Do you hear what I hear? Gloria Shane Baker composed the music and the lyrics were written by her then-husband, Noel uh, Noel Regney. this was a switch from the normal routine of her writing the lyrics and him writing the music. So do you hear what I hear? I love that song. Yep. Do you hear what I hear? Yeah, that's a nice one. It does have a choir of children, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, there you go. Okay, and then quick, like I said, if you're uh, with Christmas coming, uh, some Christmas ideas. Uh, please don't get any raw high chews. You know those raw high chews that look real pretty, candy canes and all those fun colors? No, they are just plain junk, okay? Um, they're there to, for to make it pretty so that you want to buy it for the dog. Okay, the better thing to do is... Like I say, make a basket. Nutrisource has got so many, and Finley's has got so many way cool treats. You could make the coolest basket of treats with Finley's treats and with Nutrisource treats. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com and see them all. It's unbelievable. And you could make take a, a dog bed and put dog treat, you know, bags of dog treats in there. You know, wrap it up, you know, like in a bowl, you know, type thing. There's a lot of neat things that you can do. Um, you know, Nutrisource has uh, the Tetra Packs uh, stews that would be really cool idea for the dogs. Uh, also with the cats, you know, same thing. They've got lots of cool treats. Truth be told, I give my cat all the dog treat, you know, like the beef jerky and stuff like that from the dog, no problem. You know, like I said, I don't eat anything. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. And so think of like making some kind of a basket or whatever type thing with cool treats and or like I say, get a, a grooming um, gift certificate if they, you know their groomer. Uh, get a training certificate through Katie's Canine. It would be a really nice idea whether it's a private class or whether you want to take a class class or to a local pet store and like us please shop a local like i say pet supply plus atlas supply canine crossing pet evolutions you know some of their your local you know uh stores instead of the big box stores okay and then like i say uh you can come out you know get uh, outfits or there's so much you can get a dog or a cat that is fun and cool but it's not hazardous, like those raw high chews. Anytime you see those twisted bones with the big knots at the end, those knots usually are glued on. And what happens is that the, the saliva from the dog's mouth liquefies that glue, and then the, those knots come out. And many dogs have, you know, 
gotten them stuck in their throat, and it's a choking hazard, okay? So that's why, like I say, use common sense. Just because they make things for the dog doesn't mean you need to buy them for the dog, okay? Think, you know, like I say, I would love to get a basket if I had a dog, um, but you know what I mean? Or same with the one I had, a basket of cute treats and stuff like that, well-made ones, which Nutrisource have got. And their jerky strips are phenomenal. They're the best jerky treats on the market for Nutrisource. So anyway, so, and then the Finley treats, you know, that's Finley uh, and uh, Nutrisource now work together. And the Finleys have got these health bars that are, they smell so good. You want to try one yourself. <laughs> and the dogs just love them. It's just, oh, they're, they're, they're so cool. They look like a health bar. And it's just, it reminds me kind of uh, like a Kit Kat, you know, where you can, you know, yeah. break it into. Yeah, and it's just, oh, it's so cool. So anyway, so think, think healthy, okay? Okay, we got to go back to Kathy. Kathy, you still with us? Yes, I am. Okay, there you go. Okay, so then what you're going to do, like I say, is practice stepping on that leash, okay? And so then now I forgot. Okay, what else did you want to ask? Um, about adding uh, chicken breast. Oh, yes. To okay. Nutrisource yep. Okay, yeah, definitely. Usually the rule of thumb that I like is that if you're going to do processed food, do processed food. And then if you want to do some raw, then do that either as a treat or at another meal. All right, because they're pro- they're they're digested differently. It's kind of like you eating a salad and then having a Twinkie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so so um so I like the good stuff to stay the good stuff. Okay, even though I know they all wind up together, but it, they lined up in layers. Okay, <laughs> and so yeah, and so the thing is, is that I'm all for like if you're making an egg, making one for the dog. Okay, if you're cooking up chicken, give some raw chicken to the dog. Give some raw beef to the dog. You know, I like the raw. You can cook it. Many people have problems with you know giving things raw. That's problem. That's no problem. Um, but the big thing is, is that the more you can not do process, the healthier the dog or a cat. You know, by giving them real stuff, real stuff. You know, I have people come up and whisper to me, I give my dog table scraps. And they're, they're I always are amazed at my reaction. I go, yes, that's fantastic. And they're like, what? I said, just don't give them people food while you are eating it. That creates the beggar. Okay. okay. And so, yeah. but if you're going to be like, let's say you're chopping up chicken, put some aside for the dog or the cat. Okay, and then when you're all done doing whatever you're doing, okay, and then you just pick, I go I go pick up the dish, and I, I put the, what I'm going to put in the dish, and then I go and mosey around a little bit, and then I go grab the dish and put it down. So the series of events isn't really associated, like me chopping up stuff in the kitchen, you know what I mean? So they stand there and wait for something to fall on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, you know, so they, they learn to wait their turn. And not be begging is what it is. And like I say, as far as, uh, now do you consider, you know, Coop uh, overweight or just right or what? Yeah, he's actually just right. Okay. I mean, I, I do, I'm, you know, measure his food, his Nutrisource, so okay. that I'm giving him, you know, about a, just a shade over a quarter of a cup of the dry kibble. Okay. And then, like I said, I do put the chicken breast in the food, but maybe yeah. I should not do that. <laughs> I would just, what I would do is just give them that, like, I like to feed the raw or the healthy stuff at night because there's a longer time between dinner to breakfast than breakfast to dinner, okay? And it sits in their system longer so they can do, you know, extrude things better, okay? okay. For, you know, so that's what I would do. I would you do the chicken in the evening. Okay, that's what he gets. He does. He gets his process in the morning, and then he gets his, uh, you know, his good stuff in the evening. 
Okay. Wow. Okay. And, and so then that way there, like I said, I just, that's just my personal preference. There's no research on this. I'm just thinking common sense, you know, type thing as far as like mm-hmm. with R eating too and stuff like that. Um, you got all day to rot, wear off, off the carbs, you know, the sugar and the carbs. And then at night he gets the good stuff and that kind of sets with them, you know, type thing. And like I say, you can do, um, uh, you can get like the fattier hamburger that's cheaper, you know, cause dogs need fat. Okay, so you can get the okay. fattier, you know, uh, hamburger, like at the butcher shop or whatever, where we get your hamburger. And so, yeah, you go to primalpooch.com. Primalpooch.com. Okay. Okay, and because that tells you, that helps you if you want to cook for the dog or, you know, what the rations are, you know, how to. Because if you look at a dog's plate, it should be three quarters meat, an eighth, cal- an eighth calcium, and an eighth veggies. That's a dog's plate. All right, and so that's why, like I say, the um, now are you re- you're rehydrating the the dry food? Yeah, good. Okay, good, good. Okay, and so yeah, so then, but that primal pooch will help you understand because there's so many sites and so many books that make it so complicated, you know, to put something together for the dogs or the cats, and it's like, no, we humans don't even make it that complicated. As long as we can have balance and variety over time, and time is one week. That the end of the week, we as humans get all our vitamins A, B, C, da 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 over one week. We're not. In, into it every single solitary day, right? And there's so many p- sites and such like that and books that they have you just, your, your brain just switches off. I can't do this. I can't do this because it seems so complicated and it's not. It's basically just giving your dog a lot of hot dishes <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> and so, um, but the thing is, rice is high in starch and ha- dogs have a hard time digesting starch. Okay, so that's why earlier when you said the chicken and rice, believe it or not, yeah, you, you, why would they recommend that? Well, because because it's been done for eons, is what is no. done. But if you talk to a holistic vet, he will tell you, don't use rice. You use squash of all kinds. You can use acorn squash, pumpkin, uh, 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 sweet potato, uh, spaghetti squash, any kind of cooked squash. You can do instead of the rice. It's easier on their uh-huh. on their on their gut system, is what it is. Okay. But that's just the old that we came up for. You know, well, I've been doing this for you know sixty years. You know that, that, that so you got to remember your vets are great with diseases and always and such, and they're not good on nutrition. And so the thing is, is that that's why I, through my radio show and through my classes, try to teach people where to find the information and then be able to be their own advocate for their dog or cat on what is good and what is bad. Okay. I love that. Thank yeah. you. And so that's why that primal pooch will help you. And then also if you go to, you know, um, dogsnaturallymagazine.com, that has a lot of good uh, information, dogsnaturallymagazine.com. And then okay. also um, da, 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 healthy pets.mercola.com okay and so that's the whole thing is to be able to you know find the and and there i know there's a lot of websites out there and it's like kate why are those the best because they are because i have enough people around me that say yeah this is a good site you know these are good you know there i could sit down and and do a ditty about uh, how to feed a chinchilla and i know nothing about a chinchilla but you would believe me because you saw it on the internet thinking that it's good okay Oh, we're all programmed. It's like, oh, oh exactly. And so that's why it's really important, you know, to be able to know people that have weeded out 
what the crap that's out there and know send you directly to something that you know is going to definitely help you where you get it's good information and the big thing is reliable answer information so right okay 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 well and so, well, I am so glad that 107 changed your time to 12 to 2. Oh, <laughs> now I never forget to listen to you. Well, thank you. Well, you know, you'll have to say, we should get together sometime. Come on out to the farm yeah. or whatever type. I'd love to see you and get caught up. So that is way cool. I appreciate I would you. too. That would be great. Yeah, so just email. Well, you know what's weird is my email has been down for four days. And yesterday, I all day read all. I, well, anyway, long story short, went to uh, finally at seven o'clock. I pop, popped open a beer and said, "I'm done. I'm done. My hurt, head hurts. My eyeballs hurt." So then this morning, when I turned on my my uh, uh, emails, I couldn't believe it. They loaded. I got them, and so now I got emails for four days. So yeah, so yeah. give me give oh. me a call or a call. Okay, Kath, thanks for the call. Okay, you bet. Right, Take care. And, and Ellie, once again, I can't believe it went that fast. <laughs> So people, give me a call. Remember, gift certificates for dog training is really a good idea, especially for family, friends, neighbors, whatever. Give me a call at Katie's Canine. Go to mytalk1071.com and go to my website, go to my Facebook page. And thanks, Ellie. You take care. See you next week.